Welcome back to lesson nine in module four, your drive module. This lesson is powerful. It's all about productivity mastery. We're going to take the concepts we learned in lesson eight and add rocket fuel to them. We're going to make it so you're one of the most productive members of society where you get so much done in such little time. And people look at you like, how do they do that? Do you ever look at people that seem like they have so much on their plate, but for some reason they just execute and get so much done so fast. And you have no idea how or why that's possible, there's something they're doing differently than everyone else. These people are not superhuman. It's actually a productivity strategy that you're going to learn in this lesson today. But if we want to master our productivity, there's two things that we need to do first before we can actually get to that, what we call RPM planning. The first is eliminating distractions. If we want to master productivity. And the second is simplicity. So we're going to get into distractions first. I just have a question for you. When you take a look at your big goals, your big dreams, what distractions or competing interests are getting in the way of your dreams? If you think about it, what's kind of fighting it? And some of those distractions or competing interests are beautiful things. Maybe it's your kids. There's nothing wrong with that if it is your kids. If it is your kids, it's a distraction or competing interest. There's nothing wrong with that. We just want to manage it more effectively. Most people just kind of throw paint at a wall, hoping it makes art. We want to be able to do this in a way where we can honor all of our life and bucket time for each of those. See, what's really common in the world of success is when people aren't at their dreams yet, they, because they're attached to their dreams, they feel like they should already be there. And since they feel like they should already be there, then all of their time is occupied by focusing on that goal, that dream. And then that caused you to neglect everyone else in your life and have lack of presence in every other area of your life. And so then you feel like you're failing in those areas. Then you bring that feeling of failure to your dreams, which caused you to not produce as well. So when you're with your family, you feel guilty because you're not working. And when you're working, you feel guilty because you're not with your family and you bring low energy to both. Does that sound familiar? What we want to do is instead notice the distractions or competing interests that are getting in the way of our dreams or kind of things that we have to navigate and ask, how can we manage them effectively? How can we ethically minimize these distractions? Perhaps it's something as simple as, you know what, when I am with my kids, I'm leaving my phone in the other room. I do that. When I'm with my kid, my phone's in here, in this drawer right here. It just leave it here. I don't bring it with me into the other room because that time with her is precious. When I'm with my wife, no phone. It's unplugged time to make sure that I'm with the people that I love the most. That's one way to eliminate distractions or competing interests. Because in life, you're going to have things that are big priorities in your life. Your kids, your family, your money, your, your business, your house, all of it. We just want to make sure that we're noticing the areas where we can manage that effectively. So what do you need to do? What habits do you need to instill to eliminate those distractions so it's not feeling like they're distractions, but instead it feels aligned in each area? Does that make sense? Okay. Now let's take a look at distractions in a different way. If you had to cut out activities that weren't giving you the productive payoff and output that you want, what would you cut out? See, distractions can be something that we care deeply about, like family while also a business, but distractions can also be activities that are not serving us. So I want you to take a look now at the activities that are not serving you, that are not giving you the productive output that you want. Maybe it's TV, maybe it's scrolling social media, maybe it's too much time on the phone with friends, whatever it is. Decide what are those activities that are not giving you the productive payoff that you want. 
What are those activities and how could you cut them out or limit them? And I want you to answer that in the homework and make a commitment because if we don't eliminate distractions, we cannot master productivity. We need to eliminate distractions in order to do that. Does this make sense? Part of mastering productivity, you can have all the time management skills in the world, but if you have not eliminated distractions or managed your distractions that matter to you, then you're going to bring that energy of competing interest into your four big goals. And if you bring that energy of competing interest into your four big goals, then you're not actually the most productive you can be towards those big goals because you feel guilty for not mastering the other areas. Then you feel the double guilt we talked about. Guilt when, in this example, that you're with your family because you're not working. And then guilt when you're working because you're not with your family. So one of the greatest keys to mastering productivity is eliminating or managing distractions effectively. The second key to productivity mastery, before we get into what's called RPM planning, is simplicity. If you feel like success is complex, you're doing it wrong. Success is the simplest thing ever. Creating true failure, not failure like I missed a data point, but failure where you don't learn from your mistakes and you fail backwards, is a few errors in judgment repeated every day. That's what failing backwards is. A few errors in judgment repeated every day. Have a burger every day, you wake up having a heart attack in in 20 years from now, right? A few errors in judgment repeated every day. But success is a few simple disciplines repeated every day. Success is based on fundamentals. So success is not complex. Why is it that LeBron is the best player in the NBA arguably right now? Because he practices the fundamentals so much. So if you feel that things are complex, you're likely doing them incorrectly. If you take a look at successful people's lives, they're simple. If you take a look at successful people's businesses, they're simple. But what most people do is because they found value previously in being significant, we somehow think that we're more worthy if we can handle something complex or do it in a complex way. And so what we do then is we seek out new fundamentals. We seek out fancy techniques and making it super complex to show what we were able to do. But I hate to break it to you. This whole program is just success fundamentals. None of this is complex. This is the basic principles of success. So beware of people that claim to have new fundamentals of success. That's like someone claiming that they can manufacture antiques. It's, it makes you go, huh? That doesn't make any sense. So we wanna simplify things. Instead of trying to make things more complex so you feel more significant based on what you can handle, that just causes you to fail and feel busier than you really are. Instead, simplify. So when you're feeling complex, we need to remember that complexity is the enemy of execution and simplicity is the ally of execution. Complexity is the enemy of execution. Simplicity is the ally of execution. So if you're facing anything right now in your life that's complex, I want you to ask yourself, how would this look if it were simple? How would this look if it were simple? And make yourself have an answer. Because if you're so used to going the other way, it's very easy to say, well, I don't know. What if you had to know? One of the greatest questions I ask my clients when they say, I don't know. I don't know is just a way of protecting you from what the heart knows is true. Unless you genuinely don't know, which is highly unlikely. Because in every single coaching situation I've had over the last decade, my clients have always known the right answer. 
It just took getting through that fear. So if, you, if I say, how would this look if it were simple? And you say, well, I don't know. What if you had to know? And if you don't answer that question, or if you have trouble answering that question, take a look at if you had a coaching client or if you were giving this advice to your kids, how would you help your kids or your coaching client make this simple? Typically when we find, when we give advice to someone else about how they should handle something, we have the answer, right? So if we take us out of the equation and instead pretend that it's about someone else, we'll find the answer. So how would this look if it were simple? If you don't know, what if you had to know? And if you're still having trouble, if you were to give advice to someone else on how to make your complex situation simple, what would you say? Those two areas, eliminating or managing distractions and simplicity, are so important in the mastery of your productivity. Because when you master those, we can go into this next portion with flying colors and crush it. What I'm about to share with you is not my content. I also learned this from Uncle Tony. This is some in his, uh, what, book, what book is it? I forgot what book it is, but uh, one of his programs. And this changed my life so much to the point where I get done in two hours what I used to in a week. I get so much done in a day that it seems impossible when you look at my product, productive output. I look at, people ask me all the time, well, how'd you get so much done? this, what I'm about to tell you. Remember how in the last lesson we talked about how most people start their day with what do I need to do? I never start my day that way. I don't make a to-do list. Instead, I make an RPM plan. Remember how I also said that successful people are focused on outcomes instead of to-do lists. If you start your day with what do I need to do today, you're setting yourself up for overwhelmed guilt and feeling behind and not much productivity and you're mistaking movement for achievement. But if you instead you start your day with what is the outcome I want today, then all of a sudden your actions line up with that outcome. And no matter how far you get down that action plan, you feel fulfilled. So I'm gonna teach you what's called a results-focused, purpose-driven, massive action plan in my interpretation of it, this isn't exactly what Tony teaches because I'm taking some of what Tony talks about and Tim Ferriss talks about and blending it together so that I can give you the most powerful outcome based on what I've experienced in my life, okay? So RPM plan, this is productivity mastery, stands for, and, and one more thing, RPM plan, if you think about the RPMs in a car, if you're high RPM, you're going, right? Same idea here. So RPM, what does it stand for? R stands for results focused. The P stands for purpose driven. And the M stands for massive action plan. Results focused, purpose driven, massive action plan. RPM. And so what I want you to do is actually do this kind of as a workshop. I want you to pause me as we go through this. You'll see this in your uh, workbook as well. Pause me as you go through this and just jot down notes on this. And you can do this for every single part of your life. You can do this in your marriage, you can do this in your business, you can do this with your money, you can do this with your fitness and health, you can do this in every single area of your life. So what, are, what does Results Focused Purpose Driven Massive Action Plan mean? Let's start with the R, Results Focused. What is the outcome I want? Now you can do this in two ways. You can do long-term RPM plans and daily RPM plans. 
So you could do one for the week, for the month, for the year. I recommend doing all that. And you can do one for the day. For this purpose, let's just do the day. I want you to ask yourself, what outcome do I want today? Not what do I need to do today? Not get my kids to soccer and make sure and send my invites and set up that sales funnel and make sure and cold call that person. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the activities. What's the outcome you want today? What's the result you want today? If you could wave a magic wand and have this outcome done, what would that be? And write your answer down. Now what you've done just right there is what 99% of people don't do. You have given yourself a target. Most people, when they go through their day, they run around in the woods with a bow and arrow shooting, hoping to somehow hit a bullseye, but there's no bullseye painted on the tree. Instead, what you're doing right now by picking an outcome is you're taking a target and putting it on the tree. So you have something to aim at. So all of your productive output for the day goes towards that one outcome. When you do that, it will change your life. I promise you. And instead of going to do list land of what do I need to do? All of your action is going to flow towards that result. It will change your life forever. So results focus. What's the outcome you want today? P purpose driven. Why? Why does that result matter? Remember, reasons come first, answers come second. So you want to answer why that outcome matters to you. Now, this is what most people don't do. They skip this portion because they're like, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy, right? Without realizing that being busy is not actually serving them. The reason this is important is because if you don't have emotion behind your action, you won't take inspired action and think about the potential that taps into the action that you take and the results you get, right? You want emotion behind your action. So think about your outcome and why is it so important that you achieve that outcome today? Journal about it. What's the reason? Pause me and do that right now. Whatever outcome you picked, pause me. Why is that so important to you? Okay, come back. What you've probably noticed is from jotting that down, you feel more emotional intensity to making that dream happen, right? Why? Because reasons come first, answers come second. Now notice these two steps are something that it's almost like feeling like there's this st additional step before we go into what tasks actually need to happen. There are these additional steps, but I'm telling you, this will save you so much time. You'll see why in just a moment. The third step, massive action plan. This is broken into a couple little categories. The first thing that we need to do is we need to brain dump. And what does that mean? I want you to brain dump all of the action steps that would get you to that outcome. Not what do you need to do today? Trust me, the laundry will get done. The dishes will get done. You'll find a way to get that done. Get it off your list. Just checking it off because you already did it to make yourself feel significant does not improve your productivity. What we want to do is we want to brain dump our action based on the outcome we want, meaning what actions will get me to that outcome. And I want you to write out everything you can possibly think of to get you to that outcome. We want to write down as many as we can, get it all out of our head so that we're thinking clearly. And when we do this, that list is going to be overwhelming. And that's a good thing. I'll show you how to refine it in just a second. But you want to brain dump every single action step that would get you to that outcome. Okay. An additional layer. Once that's done, go ahead and pause me and do that now. Once that's done, we want to refine and prioritize. Now, what does that mean? What we're going to do 
is I want you to take a look at that list and you're going to pick five, not five urgent things, not five timely things, five things that if you did these things, they would be the biggest contributor towards that outcome coming true. Meaning the most important things. Pick five things that would get you to that outcome and, and it would happen if you did these five things. Go ahead and pick those right now. Circle your five. What are the most important activities on that list that will get to those things? Now notice what you circled. What you circled, actually we'll get to that in a second. After you've written down your five, what you're going to do next is you're going to prioritize them in order of importance. Numbers one through five. Number one being the most important activity that would produce that outcome. Two, three, four, five. Okay? Go ahead and pause me and do that now. Prioritize it. Now, what you notice from doing this is likely that number one on that list is the activity that in the past you've been avoiding the most. And so if you go back to how things were before, making to-do lists, you check all the little boxes to clear up space, but deep down you're feeling guilty that you don't do the most important thing. And so by the time you get done with the little things, you've drained your energy and you have no energy to give to the big things. But when you flip this and you start with the most important activity, you know how to master fear. We talked about that. When you do the most important activity first, then what happens? You feel pride, you feel excitement, you feel joy, you feel passion. You bring that to the next thing. And when you bring that to the next thing, then you feel even more momentum and it builds and it builds and it builds. And then you're able to get so much more done in your day. So we're going to start with the most important activity. Then what you're going to do next is you're going to ask yourself, okay, how long would it normally take me to do that activity? And you're going to write down whatever time that is. Let's say it's 60 minutes. I'm making that up. You're going to take a look at the first activity. How long would it normally take me to do that activity? And you're going to write that time down. Well, I want to introduce you to a concept called Parkinson's Law. I learned this from Tim Ferriss years ago. It made a profound impact on my life. Parkinson's Law states that the amount of time you give a task is the length of time it will take to complete that task. So have you ever noticed that you won't have the house organized and all this stuff and everything done? And then when you all of a sudden are in the last couple days before a vacation everything somehow gets done? Ever wonder why that is? Or if maybe you're studying for an exam over a semester and it's not really a deadline coming up, but then you get into the last week and all of a sudden you study like crazy and you get the studying done and you get an A+. Why is that? Because you have to. You have to get it done. Darren Hardy calls this success compression. Tim Ferriss uses Parkinson's law. But what we're going to do is instead of taking that time that we wrote down, okay, this would take me 60 minutes to do. What we're going to do is we're going to cut that time in half. So instead of 60 minutes, we're going to give ourselves 30 minutes and you're going to set a timer because you're about to take massive action towards that dream. You're going to give yourself 30 minutes to what, for what would normally take you 60. Now, if you're living in the land of perfection, you're going, no, 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 I need to give myself enough time to make sure that I get it done. That's missing the point. The point of this is not to complete it in 30 minutes. The point of this is to do it faster than you've ever done by activating Parkinson's law. So let's say that it takes you 38 minutes instead of 30. Then think about it. You saved 22 minutes that you wouldn't have otherwise saved because you would have taken that whole 60 minutes to get it done. So you saved 
22 minutes. If you do this with all of your activities throughout the day, you shave 22 minutes, 22 minutes, 22 minutes, 22 minutes. Next thing you know, it's 11 a.m. You finished everything for the day and you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want and live that life of freedom that you've been craving. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to take the time we think it would take. We're going to cut it in half. We're going to set a timer. We're going to take massive action towards that dream. And we're going to create some amazing results. And then you're going to evaluate those results. See if you got the results you want. And then what do you do? You change your approach if you're not getting the results you want the next day. That's the ultimate success formula coming back in, right? If you do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results, that's insanity. But this plan that I learned from Tony years ago, What's the outcome you want? Why is it important? Brain dump my action, refine the top five, prioritize those top five. How long would it take number one to go? Cut it in half, set a timer, take massive action and go after it. That's how I get so much done. That's how people will look at my productivity output and be like, that's inhuman. I'm just doing things differently than most humans do. And when you rewire your mind for success this way, Success happens so much faster because you're going after your dreams in a way that 99% of the world isn't. It's focused on an outcome so it has a target and you're doing it in a time effective way that allows you to not only succeed faster but also have more fulfillment because you got way more done in less time and you have the rest of the day to either double your efforts, triple your efforts, quadruple your efforts or enjoy and just play. Totally your call how you want to do it. It's a beautiful way to live. So I hope you found tremendous value in productivity mastery today. Make sure you do your workbook so you can do your RPM plan. Remember, you can do this daily. You can do this over the course of a week, for a month, for a quarter, for a year. For these one-year goals, you can do it for that too. But for this example, we used our workbook for one day. Use it however you'd like. Share your biggest aha moments and takeaways in our private community. Ask me questions in office hours. And remember, don't wait until you have the answer before continuing because motion creates Clarity. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you in the next lesson.